It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. Faster than an auctioneer who has to pee. Outnumbered co-host Emily Campagno. The buck stopped here, and he brought his hair. Radio host Buck Sexton. He's got a face for radio and a wardrobe for the blind. Fox News radio host Jimmy Thalia. And she's like Lance Armstrong. Really successful, but cheats on drug tests. Fox News contributor, Cat Tip. All right, Buck, I'm going to go to you first because you served in the CIA in Afghanistan and your hair served in NAM, right? <laughs> True. <laughs> and World War II. Yes. So what do you make of this botched whatever you want to call it? Well, we're saying it's botched now because it is, and we saw it, and they couldn't hide it from us, in part because the Taliban doesn't have the technology or the ability to shut down. People were texting me in real time about what was going on on the ground there. They were sending photos around. So we saw what a mess it was. It was clearly not planned. But just give this a few days. Right. Because now that we're at the point where we're out, now there's still 100-plus Americans on the ground the narrative is going to switch very quickly to Joe Biden is the guy that got things done. He's mm-hmm. the one that made the tough call here. And the fact that they were talking about a 300,000 person plus army that evaporated, that we lost soldiers in, Af- uh, in Afghanistan, that we had all the disasters we've seen will be quickly forgotten. And they're already you started to see some blips on CNN about the Insurrection Commission. Right. And now they're subpoenaing the Trump family records. They're going to move past this as quickly as possible. And the new narrative is going to be gaslighting on a a thermonuclear scale. It will be the Moab of gaslighting from the Biden administration. (laughs) You you were in the CIA. How did we get... I love the fact that Joe Biden will get accolades after being a VP for eight years while uh, presiding over Afghanistan. But why why was the intelligence so wrong? Well, because the people in the intelligence community who tell those in charge what they want to hear are the ones who get to keep talking to the people in charge, the ones that get into the Oval Office, the ones that write for the for the PDB regularly. It's just like every other bureaucracy or corporate, you know, the, the, the butt kissers essentially get promoted and move up and the good people often feel like they can't handle it. And so they leave and get on late night TV. That's what happens. Ooh, was that a jab at your own self? (laughs) <laughs> Something like that. Yes, yes, yes. I uh, know, but you're right. It's like it's, it, inside every massive major project, you need to make it sound like it's going well, mm-hmm. Emily, so that they don't stop the project. So you find data that supports it. For example, you know, they sabotaged 27 Humvees and they don't forget to tell you there were like 27,000 of them or something like that. What do you mean? Where do you where does your brain rest at this point? Well, I- Look, bottom line, we have a commander in chief who abandoned Americans. Mm -hmm. He abandoned allies and orphans and women and working dogs to meet an arbitrary deadline that he set. He surrendered all of these lives and like billions of dollars worth of equipment to the Taliban and had the audacity to do a victory lap today, mm-hmm. touting it as this amazing, you know, airlift is happening. The airlift occurs after a hurricane. It doesn't occur in the vacuum of a Taliban takeover that you created. 
He blamed everyone else on the planet but himself, including our Afghan allies who lost 66,000 of their own people alongside our 2,500. And then we lost 13 more under his watch. And then speaking of watch, as you pointed out, he checks his watch each time a coffin comes out of the plane during a dignified transfer. And we are supposed to think that this person has the, the gravitas, the, the anything, the modicum of responsibility needed to hold this office. So to me, at, on this final day of a 20-year war, other than endless gratitude for everyone who served and honoring every life who was sacrificed, who did not die in vain during those 20 years, I personally feel nothing but ashamed that that person is my president. Ooh. Strong emotion. Mm. Now... Jimmy, your jacket is almost as bad as the withdrawal. <laughs> but I like how you matched your shoes with it. I committed. Yes. You go all the way in. Where's the ice cream truck? It's, it's around the block. Yes, I, you didn't exactly. tell me Biden was going to be here. Where's the ice cream? Um, I do feel on some level you guys are being a little harsh to Joe Biden. Okay. If you take like a 20,000 foot view of this, I mean, other than foreign policy, COVID, the border, inflation, gas prices, unity, race relations, the guy's doing a pretty good job. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, other than everything in the country, the guy's done a great job. No, this is embarrassing. And the brazen nature in which they lie to the public, it's all, it really does bother me because on some level they're talking to us as if we'll forget, number one, which is pretty condescending. And number two, they're doing it with the assumption that the media is always going to be there for them. And we have learned that the media did try to create some distance between themselves and this because it was horrific. Mm -hmm. But it didn't stop them from doing what they do. Like Jen Psaki gets out there every day. Yeah. If Jen Psaki did press for the Titanic, she would blame the iceberg on climate change and tell you the evacuation went great. Yeah. It's like everybody's fine, other than Leonardo DiCaprio. He's dead over there. Yeah, and, there's, and there's no preconditions with the iceberg. No, no. <laughs> you don't have to negotiate. We're in talks no with the iceberg logs. right now. Uh, we're going to, like, you know, we're going to get... Yeah. I'm going to just stop that joke there. But I know, but to, to one point of the whole thing, um, and you were saying this earlier, about the have-it-both-ways mentality of Biden, okay? On one end, he wants you to believe it was successful. On the other end, yes, he wants you to believe this is what Trump did. Mm -hmm. Now, if that is to be the case, we're going to take him at his word. Joe Biden has rescinded every one of Donald Trump's policies through executive order. Why is this the one policy he kept right. if it was so bad? Exactly. Okay, he screwed this up. Joe Biden sucks, bottom line. <laughs> no, but that is such a great point. <laughs> Uh, Jimmy just exceeded Emily on red meat points yeah. by saying that. Is that true? Yeah, no, no, that's true. So, uh, Kat, it's good to. I'm, I'm glad that Hot Topic was open today and you were able to get your outfit. I look, oh. so, I look so good. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, I look really, really good. Thank you. She does know. And I just want to be clear it was Forever 31. <laughs> You guys, no, you look amazing. Uh, look, listen to you know, Jimmy, you're right. You're far more attractive than I am. This is the kind of debate we need to be having. <laughs> you're slightly more attractive than Jimmy. Uh, mm, well, now you're fired. <laughs> Damn it, I walked right into that. You just set us up. All right, we're not airing this uh, episode. Oh, All right, I look so good. Last <laughs> Aside from how breathtakingly attractive that I am, uh, yeah, this is horrible. The whole speech was about how we can't nation build, which is something I agree with. Right. But that's also something that I've always believed, yes. which is very opposite to Joe Biden's, you know, decades-long campaign for nation building. When did he change? He maybe had something to do with it there. And yeah. I just, I agree with Buck. I want to, I would love to see a couple people get fired mm -hmm. because we can't nation build, doesn't work. 
We knew that sooner than 20 years. So who are all these yes men? They're at the, the heads of all these companies, defense companies. They're on TV telling us what, what we should do. I'd like to see them get fired. And we cancel people for literally everything else except stuff that really matters. So let's cancel some of these people. I was in Afghanistan 10 years ago. Every senior level military and bureaucrat in the federal government you talked to was like, we figured it out. We've got it. We know the next <laughs> yeah. 12 months. And every person you talked to who was on their fifth tour or their seventh tour and knew the country well said, no chance. Yes, exactly. No chance. That was a decade ago. That is so depressing when you think about the amount of lives and blood yep. treasure lost in 10 years. It's, it makes you sick to your stomach. Stay right there. We'll be right back after this. Jason in the House, the Jason Chaffetz podcast. Dive deeper than the headlines and the party lines as I take on American life, politics, and entertainment. Subscribe now on foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you download podcasts. They're doing a jig because the guy lost his gig. Yep, his career's a wreck because he's no Alex Trebek. <laughs> but losing one job didn't settle the score, so cancel culture cost him some more. Mike Richards has been canned, that means fired, Emily, as the executive producer of Jeopardy. He's not actually put in a can. To add insult to injury, he was also fired from his head honcho gig at Wheel of Fortune. Now he can't afford to buy a vowel. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, I got a chuckle out of the audience. I like that one. That was funny. <laughs> got to work hard today. This comes a little more than a week after he stepped down as the new Jeopardy host after past inappropriate comments were dug up. At this rate, he'll get fired from pulling balls at bingo night at the Villages. Mike did apologize, but to the woke and the corporate heads terrified of the woke, it was too little, too late. And apologies usually feed into cancel culture. As far as the next host, I nominate my Aunt Pam. Now she could just figure out how to pronounce the word iron. How do you say, this is not our iron? This is not our iron. <laughs> our iron. <laughs> This is not this our This is iron. not our iron. <laughs> Wait. This is not our iron. This is not our iron. <laughs> it is true. I probably could have kept watching that for a long, long time. I don't know. All right, uh, Jimmy, a permanent host still hasn't been announced. Um, what about you? I mean, you dress like a game show host <laughs> from the early 70s. Yeah. You are like you are rocking the Gene Rayburn look. I, I, I look like the check would bounce from the game show network. <laughs> it's a game show, but it's, it's like America's got issues. It's not good. Um, yes. It's not good. Um, first of all, you know what's amazing about this is the people who went out and got this guy canceled don't even watch the show. Of course. That's, that's always, how this always works. It's, that's, it's, oh, yeah. Yeah. it's no Jeopardy viewers. They don't even care. You know, um, I think it's so much more interesting, though, than the shows themselves, that they should just be televising this than any than anything. <laughs> but how have we not gotten a game show spinoff called Wheel of Canceled? You're right. Yeah. I, that is such a good idea. Who wouldn't watch that? I'd like to buy a book, please. We can't. They canceled all the authors. I'm sorry. I would watch that. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, it'd just be a, it would just be a wheel of people that are just on the cusp of being canceled, mm -hmm. which leads me to a very important question, Emily. Is cancel culture really the solution to ambition? Like, if you're ambitious, God help you, because it's, it's just like when you see what's happening, it's just better to keep your head down. Because the moment you kind of rise above, there's somebody that's going to come for you. I don't know anything about this guy. He seems as bland as the other guy from The Bachelor yeah, yeah. that got fired. They all seem the same to me. 
no, I heard he was totally evil. And here's why I have three points. So first of all, we knew this wouldn't work out because look at him, you guys. He is literally identical to Randall Boggs in Monsters, Inc. <laughs> right? That evil gecko thing. What? That's number one. Okay. Secondly. <laughs> all right. Cartoon monster. That was the most important thing. Secondly, <laughs> the letter that went around like from the CEO of Jeopardy or whatever that said, this show is untenable now. This was the quote. It was because... Staffers had felt completely in the dark in recent weeks as to what was happening and who was running the ship, which seems to me sort of like the federal government right now. So if that was enough to overhaul all of Jeopardy, I feel like, yo, can we get a move on in the White House? <laughs> and then my third and final point is that it needs to be LeVar Burton. Hands yes. down, no contest, 100%. Yes, he made a show about reading successful. Yes. Reading yeah. Rainbow was the best show of all time. I think this is remarkable, though, because is, th is this the fastest cancellation of all time? It might right? be. Usually you, like, have a career, you know, and then you're canceled. I mean, this guy went from, you know, who is Mike Richards to three hours later, screw that guy, he sucks, canceled. <laughs> I think they fired Kevin Williamson. He had, like, three Williamson. hours in the sun. <laughs> they fired Kevin Williamson from The Atlantic before he started working there. That's That's right. But also, that happened to the dude at SNL. Remember? Yes. Yeah. What's before his name? Before he even... Um, Shane, Shane Gillis. Gillis. Shane yeah. Gillis, Gillis was like, got the, he, the day that he got the phone call, it was like the next day they got another phone call uh, about that job. <laughs> the, thing, the thing that I always think is unfair, Greg, is, is, you know, people pose this story to you and they say, what do you think? And I'll see the first, I'll see the things and my first impulse will be like, is it even that bad? Like, what did he even really say? And you don't really know. And so you sort of hang yourself out there a little bit because you're like, it's not that bad. And usually it's not with the cancel culture stuff. Yeah, yeah, but then yeah. once in a while, somebody will be like, well, did you see this? these ones? And you go... Well, that wasn't good, but yeah. I still don't think that what someone said necessarily eight or ten years ago should get there. Yeah, and if you apologize, accept the apology. Well, the, well, that's yeah. the thing. You, you can never apologize. We don't have a sentence know. You, you, you yeah. bend the knee and apologize, and they we, take your head. Apologies now just, it's like a confession during the Spanish Inquisition. They're like, oh, yeah. now we've really got you. Now you're dead. Yeah, we need a sentencing guideline, because the only thing we have right now is the death penalty, no matter what the offense is. Make a joke, fired. Harass somebody, fired. One should not be the other. But to one point really quick, I will not have anybody sit here and disparage O.J. Simpson, the NFL's all-time leader in rushing yardage and fleeing yardage. Okay, that counts for something. So you have everybody, because like everybody who's being canceled does Isn't have a dancing name. dancing with the stars? <laughs> yes, and they go to an island. And they they go, go to an island, yes. and they compete. Wow, just, just, just like that, be. Chris Cuomo's back on TV with his brother again. Exactly. Look at that. We're out of time. Thanks to Buck Sexton, Emily Campagno, Jimmy Fela, Cash, studio audience, Fox News at night. It's next time, Greg Gutfeld. Love you, America. everybody, it's Brian Kilmeade. I want you to join me weekdays at 9 a.m. East as we break down the biggest stories of the day with some of the biggest newsmakers and, of course, what you think. Listen live or get the podcast now at briankilmeadeshow.com.